Stampede. Garner is at number 84, recorded 2-7-2021. You shouldn't be deceived by believing everything is going to return to normal. With the rolling out of the vaccines for treating COVID-19, we're not going to recover soon from this pandemic. No, things are never going to be the same for us. And I'm not just talking about us in America. COVID-19 is a worldwide problem and to completely recover from it may never be for any of us a reality. But this brings up one immutable truth in nature. Nothing that has been alive can live forever. And perhaps COVID-19 will eventually disappear. It's also true for us, because we too live by the laws of nature. 
and each one of us can't live forever. That's something that can't be disputed. It can't be denied. And even when death is postponed, it is inevitable. Now, unlike the rest of the natural world, we've created systems that attempt to persist forever. We're a part of nature, so there's no way as a species we can deny the fact that each and every one of us will at one time or another expire. But we've created things like economies that have a life of their own and sometimes have the appearance of lasting for generations, even hundreds and maybe thousands of years. For example, it's like the idea of our acceptance of the use of money. I know of no other living thing like us on this planet that uses money, or even has the concept of time, a principle connected to money. Time and money are uniquely ours, and no other living thing has a concept of it. So before I get lost in the weeds, let me reemphasize, we are a part of the laws of nature, and we can't deny that. Even with things we create that appear to be perpetual, there's a long history of money, and it's taken various forms for the last 5,000 years. Today, the U.S. government issues what is commonly called fiat paper money somewhere in the treasury. There are printing presses that roll out dollar bills at record speed. How it gets into the hands of the people is a fairly laborious process, but it does eventually circulate in the economy. Of course, how strong an economy is often has to do with the currency its government produces.
I don't have a degree in economics. In fact, I'm slow with the mathematics, bad with numbers. I'm an artist, so what I say can't always be held for unchallenged accuracy. I deal with impressions, emotions, and feelings. But the thing about looking at what we do every day with the use of money makes me want to offer an opinion. And it relies on a fundamental process called price discovery. At its most rudimentary level, price discovery occurs every time we shop at a grocery store. When you buy a pound of potatoes at 90 cents a pound, you're discovering the price. Of course, things get more complex when you go to a bank to get a loan to purchase a house. The bank has to set a time and a price for lending you that money. And someone can say that a 30-year mortgage at 4% is a price discovery. But that may not seem true until you find your bank might have sold that mortgage to another bank. And that bank might issue a new mortgage on the original mortgage and sell it to another bank. And that can continue nearly ad infinitum. That's what occurred in 2007 to 2008 with the worldwide banking crisis resulting in a recession, for lack of a better word, recession, was described as the Great Recession. People don't like using the word depression. They'd rather soften the reality of the situation by calling it a recession. At any rate, the Federal Reserve provided unprecedented millions of dollars with bailouts and stimulus to avoid a collapse for troubled private banks and to restore faith in the commercial paper markets. It was described as revealing in the banking system the derivatives of credit default swaps. Now, what took place in 2008 and may actually not be fully understood was a failure of an honest price discovery. And to say it hasn't continued to this day wouldn't be truthful either. Even more pernicious is what is happening now with the Federal Reserve having been forced to make interest rates at nearly 0%. It is nothing short of free money. And that free money has been used to propel the stock markets on Wall Street.
Maybe I haven't captured the spirit of what's been happening. Maybe you're living the dream that everybody has been waiting for. Heck, you don't have to think about nothing. In fact, you can stay home and watch 10 hours of dribble on TV, making you as happy as a pig wallowing in mud. This country's government is in debt up to its eyeballs, and you don't care, because you've got a can of beer lying on the couch, anesthetized, thinking artificial intelligence is going to solve everything for you. What's that I hear you saying? You like being stupid? It makes things easier for you? Yeah, your brain isn't working. It's barely working. And you love it that way. And what's wrong with that? Everybody's the same way. Just call up and get a pizza delivered because you don't have to cook anymore. Your future is all laid out for you. Everybody's getting rich on Wall Street, getting all pumped up because those financial institutions are getting free money at 0% interest. So why shouldn't they buy driving stock prices up? Forget about the reality of COVID-19 and what it's done to hundreds of thousands of businesses, maybe millions of people. Yeah, the funeral homes have been doing a straight-up record business, a drop-dead successful business. What's that you say? Your neighbor barricaded himself in his home and started shooting people passing by? Well, you don't have to worry about that, because the SWAT team will put an end to that in a matter of minutes. And when they finish, you won't be able to remember they ever came to straighten things out. Because your attention span is half of that of a half-wit. That's right. That makes you a quarter of a wit. Forget about dementia when you're 65, because it's been hitting you since you were in your 20s. It's the big lie that everything is going to get better, and it keeps being spoon-fed to you by those beautiful women broadcasters showing off their $300 salon haircuts. Sure, they're going to tell you everything is going to be all right. Their million-dollar contracts depend on it. And they aren't the only ones with their ticket to ride on this gravy train.
No, things aren't going to get better for you. You've been tricked by the propagandists, used to keep the big lie alive. You can't be told the truth because you have to be used by the people at the top who want to stay at the top. And if that sounds like a conspiracy, it is. They've got ways of keeping you in line, and that's no lie. The use of the word they isn't some abstract mental dysfunction to describe a vague paranoia. If you feel people are watching you, making sure of what you say or think, that's no exaggeration. The pronoun they, and I mean people working in government agencies, want to keep tabs on you, or should I say files on you. Where you go, who you speak to, what you buy, what you eat, and who you have sex with, you've got every reason to be paranoid. They, that is the big they. The one percenters who have over 70% of the wealth in this country want to make sure you don't turn against them. The big they have gotten fat at your expense. So when COVID-19 came to this country, it guaranteed some of those one percenters could become wealthier, with hundreds of thousands dead, even some of their own one percenters dying, but they could institute controls. And let's face it, when I say face it, I mean facial recognition as part of the control. Those ubiquitous cameras mounted on every street corner, those drones flying overhead, those tracking devices are all designed to identify your face. You see, the big they are vulnerable because if COVID-19 can't be defeated, distrust of the system starts growing. They have to make sure they can stop the distrust they have to know who can be trusted and who can't. Loyalty oaths will be the order of the day. You won't just be working to uphold the Constitution of the United States. You'll have to keep believing the money you use is worth something.
Some people are saying America's economy is in a ditch. What with January's employment number in the private sector at 6,000 new hirings? People have eyes and they can see what's been happening. But some illusions continue to escape and none bigger than the markets on Wall Street. Paper profits keep showing up even without real earnings. What can you do with 0% money, free money? Well, you can make more. And that has been what it's all about for the last 50 years. Consumerism has been doing a number on everyone. You might even say most people have become nothing more than a number. It's told you to want more. So why shouldn't free money give you more? You don't have to worry about the price tag that comes along with demanding more, especially if you can't get anything more than fiat money. Buy that house for 200 grand and flip it in six months for 250, or build that shopping mall for millions and get all the rent from retail shops giving you more fiat paper money. Yeah, it all looks good. It's all according to plan. Just fill out the paper, the mortgages, the contracts, the promissory notes, all written down on paper. And guess what you get back at the end? More fiat paper money. Of course, when COVID-19 came to town, there was a slight interruption. And that's why propagandists are paid a lot of paper money to do what they do. They help to prevent you from seeing what's happened. The trouble is, after wanting more, you find people discontented if they can't get more. That results with them saying, you lied. And the reply to that is, where do you get off calling me a liar? You wrote it down on paper. You signed the paper. You agreed to wanting more. It's all written down on paper. We lied to you because we made it possible for you to want more, to get more. We can't be responsible if you didn't get it. So get this, live a little and learn a little.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Raphael Bowe's composition, Laurent's Infois. You then heard music from Max Steiner's Treasure of Sierra Madre, a 1948 movie, which won several Academy Awards, but not for Steiner's music. It then followed with more of Raphael Bowe's incidental music, Cartoon. And again, more Treasure of Sierra Madre, continuing with the soundtrack composition from Edward Scissorhands, the 1990 movie. Music composed by Danny Elfman. And finally, more of Max Steiner's 1948 Treasure of Sierra Madre. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.